Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age here on Dork Tales. I hope you're all doing well tonight. Uh, I'm your storyteller, Kelly, and I am here to guide you back in time to an age of magic, mystery, and wonder known as the Victorian era, which is also the age of horse-drawn carriages and streets lined with muck that are probably, I shouldn't say, in the first minute of the video for YouTube standards when that goes up there. Um, but, so, hi, everybody. Uh, so, I hope you are all here and ready to have some fun. Uh, like I said, I'm Kelly. Are you seeing him? And I am super excited to be here tonight. Uh, we had to take last week off because of um, because of a life complication uh, that happened. But uh, thankfully, things are slightly less complicated this week. Um, we are going to be hopping into game in just a moment. Before that, I'm going to ask my my wonderful players to introduce themselves. We do a quick round. I was going to say round robin, but around circle, um, since we have a robin in this game. Um, and uh, I know I've put on a few pounds from COVID, Kelly, but I wouldn't call myself round. Don't put that, don't put that in my mouth. Um, I know, I'm sorry. Right. I, had, I had to, though. I had I know, to. I know. Um, so, um, folks, what, what we're going to do is, depending on the pace of game, I know where game is going to stop it in. Normally, what we do is we have a break in the middle. Um, I am recovering from a uh, an old recurring back injury from from my my youthful stupidity um is flaring up so i'm gonna see how well i can i can stay sitting we had to cancel game a couple times this week because i couldn't sit up um but i i'm doing okay and i'm wearing like a snug vest which is kind of like i don't know baby's first corset kind of like so it's kind of a little bit of back support we'll see how it goes um but why don't we go ahead and introduce our players and uh, we'll let you know whether or not uh basically just just Stay along for the ride. Um, all right, so passing it over. Hi, Christine. Hello, um, I am Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing Dr. Evelyn Taylor, our, um, our what is it, Society of Ether? Yep. That's what they were, become? That's what they become. Become. Electrodyne engineer is what she was. She's kind of somewhere in the middle right now. Nice. Society of Ether doesn't really exist yet. It's more of like a secret society. It. Yeah. We're being, we're secret mad scientists. And she also uses she, her. All right. Let's pass it over to Amy. Hello, that's me. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. And I will be playing Chastity Prudence Goodwin. All right. Uh, what was it? Cult of Ecstasy slash uh, Celestial Chorister. And she also uses she, her. Nice. All right. Down to Jen. Uh, hi, I'm Jen, and uh, I use her pronouns, and I will be playing Josephine Carrington, or Josie, or Joe, or uh, whatever. Uh, she uses probably she, her, or they, them pronouns. She doesn't really care. Um, and she is a hermetic, uh, order of Hermes, Benny Tharsis. There we go. I remember my terms. We're going to have a great time tonight. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. And finally, uh, Robin. Hello everyone, I'm Robin, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing Darcy Harkness, our uh, member of the Verbena. Um, yeah. 
Looking forward to game tonight. All right. Uh, finally, a couple of quick things that I want to announce and just remind everyone. So Mage of the Ascension, the Victorian Age, is a mature game. It is going to deal with some issues that are not necessarily pleasant uh, and perhaps may be difficult for some people to deal with. Like um, we have a warning at the beginning of a game that says that, uh, you know, this game is intended for mature audiences, contains uh, violence, depictions of horror, um, uh, sexuality and historic historic opinions i think is probably the best way to say that um obviously we're going to try to tell the story the best way we can the most tasteful way that we can but uh if you find something difficult in this episode and y you don't think you can you can handle it put it aside come back we'll be waiting for you um and if you want to just trudge on without it skip ahead five minutes if you're watching the vod um and yeah, take care of yourself first. I also want to say that um, we are going to do our best uh, to telegraph any instances of particularly um, noteworthy content. Uh, so if something is coming up that is that is very rough, uh, I will um, I will particularly like let you know. Uh, for example, there is a, a slight tinge on one of the characters tonight may have a slight tinge of anti-Semitism. Uh, I'm going to downplay it as much as possible, but this is Victorian London and you are dealing with the death of a character who is um, Jewish. So um, depending on who you ask, some people might not have favorable opinions. Um, I will do my best to make sure that it's handled tastefully and i guarantee this is not a character saying this that you're going to think is at all cool um but i just wanted to preload that since there is a lot of there is a lot of jewish iconography in tonight's game and um in in all that that means so uh and of course my players and i have a standing agreement about what we find comfortable with each other but yeah that's us um and then uh should I do a little note about what we have in the chat right there? Or nah, pop in. Um, it might be worth it okay. to just mention that we're not going into that. Okay, so even on our break tonight, um, uh, we are a we're we're a West Coast stream. We are very um, socially liberal in our approach to things. Uh, that being said, uh, tonight we're going to try to play game and not look at some of the recent political events that are happening in the United States right now. Um, that's not because we're avoiding the issue. It's just that it's so depressing that we don't want to get into it tonight. Um, I have had a request from like, and I'm saying this on behalf. Um, with permission and encouragement of my 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 female and femme presenting players uh that this is not something we want to touch on tonight nope and don't really want to see it discussed in the chat this is this is um, an entertaining space um we're here to maybe have a, a nice time away from we're here to have a nice time and to punch misogynists yes. um i've so. already had that dis depressive frustrating angry talk discussing it where it doesn't go anywhere and we can't do anything about it right now and whatnot so it is yep. what it is right now um, yep. let's put it aside yeah so um yeah so that's just gonna say we're not gonna touch on that tonight um except to say that and that we're all depressed and that if you do need to talk to somebody please go to our discord we have a fantastic party heal section um and the discord's free so head in make some friends it's, it's a really great community and we'd love to have you there um besides that uh yeah it's it's rough uh canada's right here if you need us uh as the token expat american 
Um, you get used to the smell. Oi! Of <laughs> fresh air and maple syrup on everyone's breath. I thought you were gonna say like, like um, I don't know if we can say this on Twitch. Um, you can do we we D and D exist. I think we can talk. Oh, about Oh right, yeah, we D and D exist. I, I mean, it, yes. it's legal most places now. I know. It's, it's, I just forgot if we can say that. On I, Twitch. I, I th- forgot yeah. that we D we, we have the cult of ecstasy in this game, Robin. I'm pretty sure that we. That's true. I totally forgot about that. I like that you didn't go for a euphemism. Instead, you just made that off. <laughs> like that. That was amazing, honestly. <laughs> My I'm brain. Like, that's that's the state of my brain today. Well, the way the way that you did that, I immediately went to like long cigarello like Cruella de Vil uses. <laughs> like this is that I'm like, we're not we allowed to be Monopoly villains. Like, <laughs> welcome to Mage in the 1920s. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah. yeah, and there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to make the cool <laughs> eye gesture. <laughs> that, I thought that's what that was because the, the eyes were burning. The eyes. Your eyes are burning. Oh, fresh fly- fried donut in in. No, it's Tim Hortons donuts up here, guys. Like, does, does, they're not real donuts. No, you gotta go to Empire. You got, well, you gotta go to like the artisanal donut places. Yeah. Yeah. Artisanal. Maybe in the. I'm probably in the minority, but I actually prefer a lot of Timmy's donuts. They have very particular taste I, that you kind of. I oh, love we lost. We lost Christine. We lost Christine. She's gone from the stream. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. I love the spice oh, no. old fashioned. I mean, they don't. Artisanal I, ones don't make if that. People are gonna well, get cut from the stream ha- for terrible had, taste. I haven't had the artisanal ones, so I have nothing to compare them to because I can't have them. So I only like Tim Hortons ones. <laughs> Why okay. are you flashing, Christine? Because <laughs> he thinks I'm wrong. But all the say, artisanal ones are are the same type of donut with different toppings on them. If we're gonna get cut for having bad, like poor taste, all of us would be gone for yeah, some reason true. or another. It's true. If only oh, okay. All right. I just love the old fashioned with the spices. It has nutmeg and cinnamon and stuff in it. The best donuts are at Pike's Place Market. It's the mini donuts, the mini cinnamons. They're the best. Those are pretty good. Because they're not even really technically donuts. Too depressing. Lemon, grape, olive, strawberry, pumpkin, peanut sandwich. What? I have grapes in the fridge. (laughs) Yeah, we do actually. I forgot about that. I'm going to eat grapes after this. Got any grapes? Um, thanks, Traz. I see that you're watching out for me as I'm stretching my back there and making oof gestures. I just took a lot of ibuprofen, so that should kick in soon. And I spent like about an hour this morning stretching, so should be good. Uh, and hey, if any of you are teenagers who are just getting into weightlifting for the first time, let me tell you one one quick trip, one, one quick one quick secret. Don't do it in your bedroom. Don't bench press in your bedroom. Don't bench press at your bedroom by yourself at one in the morning. And if you do, learn how to properly get the weights off your chest. Instead of trying to, like, you know, sit up. Or just go to a gym. <laughs> or just go to a gym. Like, but like, like some people. safety bars there. <laughs> well, it was much harder to get to a gym in the middle of. I grew up in the middle of Missouri. Like, it was like a. I mean, four, that's fair. It was a 40 minute drive to the nearest gym uh, that was any. Or, yeah. you know what? Hmm. If you can't, don't have safe ways in which to do, like, weight bearing exercise, maybe do body weight. Send that message safer. back back twenty years and like we'll but yeah. Okay, use some time magic. Use some of Chastity's time magic. There we go. Nice. Use some Amy, go talk to me when I was a kid. Go. All right. <laughs> just just like take her off stream for a second and put her back. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. Oh, we lost her. <laughs> oh, hi, Amy. 
My back feels better. <laughs> Lies and slander. It does not. Right. Oh, we've been told to hydrate from a random oh, keeping God, us. Please. Also, we're in the middle of a heat wave right now, so if you like mage these ends of the Victorian age, send ice. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I just thought of a great idea and I wish I'd done it, which is like make like freeze a tea towel and put it around my neck under the collar. Oh I planned ahead and spent two days freezing ice cubes and putting them into a bin in my freezer. <laughs> Nice. Are you looking at the the little me? Come, we need to we need to hit up some conventions. Um, I have so many things I want to talk to because I missed like three days of streaming for y'all. But we should really hit game up because it's already seven twenty. So um, I will uh, I'll tell you some stuff later. Um, I will I also have to say that tonight is not going to open with a piece of fiction, um, because I couldn't sit up enough to write it. So. Um, I will write it and I'll maybe read an additional one before next game. Um, so I apologize for that. If you're on Patreon, I will be uploading those shortly. Uh, and quick reminder that everybody on Patreon of the $5 tier of higher or higher, which we have gotten, uh, two more people, uh, this week, which is fantastic. Uh, will be getting access to tomorrow night's, uh, session zero of Strixhaven, which is going to be broadcast live via a YouTube link, uh, that only people with the link can watch. It's like a secret society. It's great. Um, so, uh, you all should join us for that. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. Y'all ready for Mage of the Ascension? Yes. Yeah. I forgot till I saw everybody else that we're Victorian ladies. We've got fans. Yes. I'm a Victorian man. I just say I could get to die. I mean, you can have a fan too. Mm hmm. Yeah, I have Amy fans. reminded me, I saw her fanning it and I was like, oh yeah. All right. Oh, so. Thing. Last time on Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. You returned from your meeting at Miss Falkland's Temple of Love after you had had a strange encounter with creatures of time magic. Spirits that dwelled beyond the, the reaches of temporal limits. From there, you traveled to go meet with one Dr. Gilbert Saxon. A man who could unlock some of the secrets of the time box that you had in front of you. You traveled that way with, um, with Dr. Freeman acting as your driver yet again. Made it to Gilbert Saxon's house, and there you were greeted by his widow, Ruth, who explained that he had been murdered sometime the previous week and laid to rest. He had been robbed in one of the nearby streets, left to die in a gutter, his throat cut. After investigating his workshop, you found a significant amount of information that seems to imply that Dr. Saxon had a private laboratory somewhere near or potentially on the Tower of London that might have the secrets that you seek. Bidding farewell to his widow, you headed back out into the Victorian streets mounted into the buggy, and prepared to head off to the nearby Bancroft Road Jewish Cemetery. The horse and buggy pick up, and you can hear the shouts and calls of people nearby, for East London is not a place for four well-to-do young ladies to be traveling, no matter what time of day, especially not now as it approaches late evening and darkness spreads across the land 
underneath a veil of old Victorian smog. The inside of the carriage rattles, and you find yourselves headed over toward Bancroft Road. What are you talking about or doing as you make your way? I think Josie's still kind of nursing the bump on her head she got from falling. I guess uh, Darcy will be like, um, what did you guys find out? I did a good job distracting her, I think. I think she might want to be someone to talk to, but um, what did you guys manage to find out down there? Um, from what I could tell, most things of value were gone. However, there's indication that he had a secret lab. That he was not all that the rest of the Order of Reason thought he was. I believe it's Order of Reason now, right? It is still the Order of Reason. Yep. For the moment. Mm-hmm. There were indications that... Uh, he may have been part of the skeleton keys. What? What, what are that? Who yeah. are that? It doesn't the sound good. men of the Order of Reason. It doesn't sound good, no. The ones that, uh... Keep the rest in line. Mm. Um, but from what it sounds like she said, his key was of great value to him and she buried him with it. And they missed taking it when they came to check. So that will probably get us into his lap. Hmm. Oh, so we're going to find this key. Yes. That was buried. Okay, well. Are you alright with digging up a grave? <sighs> should be fun. It, sh- it should be fine. I'm... I... I'm... Not the most comfortable with the idea, but I suppose we must. I I guess... I mean, we've already... I'm afraid there's no room for squeamishness when there's science to be done. I'm feeling pretty strong, so I can probably help shovel the dirt up. Oh, I did not think I was getting that today. (laughs) I'm not afraid of a little exertion. Hopefully we will not get too messy. Hmm. Just try to be respectful about it. Well, of course. The carriage veers, heading down a side road and up a hill. And before long, you can all see it in the distance. Bancroft Hill. It's not the most... Well... It's not the largest or most well-appointed. You can see a nearby synagogue that is um, very humble. In fact, without looking for a few touchstone items along it, you would be hard-pressed to even see that it was a place of worship. As progressive as things are starting to become in large cities, it's still not necessarily safe for those of the Jewish faith. 
And as you pop forward, you can see that there... No? There were gates on the front of Bancroft Hill. Now, there are not. Bits of torn wrought iron hang on hinges. And you can see splatters of blood and other fluids along the inside. The dirt road that leads into the cemetery proper is rocky, rickety, and rough. So here we are. You hear from the slide. Dr. Freeman drives you to the front. That's not the tidiest graveyard I've ever seen. It's no good to disrespect the dead like that. Are you folk going to be able to be okay out there? Well, I don't have more, more, much experience around a shovel, but... I'm sure we'll manage. Oh yeah, do we have anything to to dig it up with? <laughs> There's likely well, to be a grave, a grave mm -hmm. tender's shed inside of there. So now we're digging up graves and stealing. Looking for a penny if we can do this. I'm gonna keep moving. The last thing we need is to draw attention with this carriage. Unless one of you would like to stay with it? Uh, no, I think even if... Uh, I think it would be, be it would be better if us poor, frail, darling women were caught than yeah, yourself, Doctor. You'd probably face uh, a significant amount less throttling than I would. Yes. Imagine what they'll do when they find out I'm American. <laughs> I'm sure between all of us we can uh, fake the seance. That's probably the we best have way had to do recent things. experience with one. That we did. Oh, that could come in handy. Um, I'm sure, and she'll start rummaging through her her bag of various feathers and, and different bones. I'm sure I could fake it quite well. They might call it a bit of witchcraft, but if we try and do a seance, that is quite respectable witchcraft of the day. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that. Not on the east side. And true enough, Darcy, you're not actually that far away from where you and Maeve's place was. Probably about half a mile. I, I guess you're right. I, I, I guess I didn't realize how close we were. Um, the city's all packed in together. Yes. <laughs> Only it, moved here six months ago, so it's still quite new. Quite uh, crowded compared to the fields of Ireland. Hmm. Well. Looks like we have a break. Nobody watching. At least nobody I can see. Might do best to head out now. Let's go. Yeah, let's. All right. I would like if you're trying. Are you trying to be stealthy, making your way in? Yes. 
Yeah, I think so. At least quiet. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I use uh, forces to uh, dampen our sound? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for an area around you, um, would be quite large. Um, if um, Jose Josephine um, maybe mutters something about that, if she would be able to potentially talk about it with Darcy, Darcy could throw some forces as well to try and widen the dampening fields. That would be helpful because then she'd have to spend a lot fewer successes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'll. Um... As we kind of start to look out, I'll go. Maybe I'll just give us a little help in the sound department. Anyone up for it? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I could uh, assist with that. Okay. Uh, so I'd like both of you to do me a favor and make me a forces roll. Uh, pardon me, a forces roll. An arete roll uh, at a difficulty of uh, five. Four, if you are using your um, your specialty tools. Um, yeah, for forces. What does Darcy use? Oh, she uses um, a feathers. So yeah, she'll probably take out some feathers and start like dusting people. Basically, like trying to like almost kind Sweet, of tickle, but like but sweeping them with feathers to give the you know, lightness of the feather. Sounds good. All right. And Joe, how are you doing this? Um, so uh, my specialty focus for forces is uh, uh, is rope. So I think at this point, I'm just going to like hand piece, like a piece of rope to everybody to just kind of hold for a second as I kind of encircle us. Sounds good. All right. And Go then mutter muttering Latin because as you do. Um, three successes. Okay, fantastic. And so, Jen, I need two from you to affect everybody for the rest of the scene. I did actually get two, so. Perfect. All right. Casting a quick spell. Uh, there is going to be just a little shiver of magic around the five of you. Pardon me, four of you. Um, and with that, um, all sound is going to vanish from you. However, that is going to have a slight downside as well. Uh, you are all rendered uh, incapable of hearing anything. Using forces to uh, to make yourself silent makes you deaf. Using it to make yourself invisible makes you blind. Unless you combine it with yep. other stuff. Yep. However, yep. you are perfectly silent. Nothing's going in and out of your bubble. And with that... I would love it if you could make me a make me a dex and stealth roll to sneak in. Uh, this is for visual things, uh, but because it is dark at night and you are dead silent, why don't you go ahead and give it to me at a difficulty of five? Now, if I don't um, have stealth, yes, yeah, I just roll dex, or is there a penalty? Uh, if, yeah. If it is stealth, I just have to remind myself: is that in the first column or the second column? Second. So you're a difficulty six then. Okay. Okay. I also have no stealth. <laughs> Neither do I. That's three one. of us. That's one point of stealth. Uh, so I guess. Okay. Keeping yourselves low and hiking your skirts up, you're not used to having to creep around. You make your way inside of the cemetery, working your way along the rows, keeping yourselves in the shadows. 
Can I get anybody who's looking around? If you're looking for this grave or something else, I would like a perception plus investigation roll at a difficulty of eight, unless you have a way of seeing in the dark. If I don't have investigation, am I allowed to still make the roll? You are. St uh, you can make a perception roll uh, okay. at difficulty eight then. So holding this bubble is a, a feel, like a magic effect, right? Yeah. So Darcy is two up, so that's a now a penalty to my rolls? Only to magic. Only to magic. Okay. Yeah. It's like clenching um, a muscle. So it was intelligence investigation or perception investigation? Perception and investigation. Okay, and I ate a task mushroom, so Chas is adding minus one die to all perception-based pools right now. You can use perception mm. and alertness if you if you prefer, mm. but... Just really make a big difference. I'm just going to quickly refresh my... Uh, one success for me. One success? On, oh, and perception alertness. Sounds good. All right, perception alertness. Would you say zero? Um, well, I got a six and a one, so I think that's a... Uh, that's a fail. What? Or a fail? It's just a fail. Okay. Oh, wait. Right, was that Pardon me, you got a six, or six and a one. Because yeah. you said it was difficulty eight, right? Yeah, so I did. I failed, I did. and I bought. Yeah. Can you make me a soak roll? Okay. Um, that's stamina? It's your stamina, please. Difficulty six? If, if, if she trips and falls, at least she won't make any noise. I rolled a seven and a one. Okay. Um, the, you are going to be creeping through through the cemetery, looking for uh, any sign of anything. You got two. What did you get, Evelyn? Okay, so that was alertness, right? Yeah. At eight. Okay, so I got three eights, uh -huh. a ten, and two ones. Okay. So <laughs> I, you got. I'm not two quite six. sure what that does because I don't often get ones. You subtract ones, so ones okay. are ones are cancels. So two okay. successes then. So two successes. All right. So what are you all looking for? What is the grave? The, the grave. And Joe, are you looking for the grave or are you looking for? Um, I think I'm more focused on um, what's around us. Um, like just keeping an eye out for anyone we might not be able to hear because if nothing, no sounds coming in. Mm -hmm. You can see that um, it doesn't appear there's anybody else in the graveyard this time of night. But uh, if there was it would be at that groundkeeper's shed, which you can see about about 200 feet ahead of you on a, on a slight rise in the hill. There is a candle burning outside of it on one of those old, like, candlestick, hanging candlestick lamps. Um, so there is a light lit ahead of you, and that catches your eye. If any place in this cemetery was going to have shovels, that would be it, but it would probably also have a person. The rest of you begin checking rows, and you can see that the cemetery, looking around between the two of you, Darcy and Evelyn, the cemetery is arranged very neatly. It only seems like it opened a couple of decades ago, uh, but it's filling up fast. However, that means that it's pretty easy to find where the newer plots are. And before long, you find yourself in the most recent row of plots. You start heading that direction, and uh, Josephine, as you see that, uh, you turn uh, just to check on your allies and things, and you'll see that Chastity has vanished. Chastity, uh, taking a few steps um, as you are making it to one of those newer rows, you're going to take a wrong step. You're going to take two points of bashing damage as you fall six feet down a hole. Okay. All right. Uh, you're going to fall hard and crank your head against the uh, against the side of some rocks at the bottom and are going to have a little bit of a bleed coming down the side of your head. 
and your white outfit uh, is absolutely ruined with mud. When I notice Chaz is missing, I'm going to like smack somebody's arm who's near me since I know they can't hear me. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know who's, like, right near me, but I'm going to uh, smack I'll someone. I'll say... Uh, Evelyn is the nearest to you. Okay, wait, so you smack her? <laughs> I smack her arm. Like, tap um, her arm. <laughs> Pointing around, looking, like, where's Jess? You guys need to learn sign language. <laughs> Evelyn's gonna look around and then mouth, where's chastity? Uh, and suddenly nearby, you're going to see a muddy gloved hand out of a grave. This is the one time you get off, you can all get away with screaming and nobody will know. Oh God, I wish Teddy Evelyn will shriek silently and then do the oh there she is i found her sort of a look um if darcy sees chastity uh looking bloody she's gonna go over and like kind of like dust her off and um just 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 cast cast a quick quick heal there to take away that bashing sounds uh good um what are you doing amy you raise your hand i was just wondering if chastity if that was chastity because we hadn't talked about her climbing out yet so I assume that you're going to try to. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Absolutely. Okay. So that will be you. Cool. Uh, can I when get, it eventually happens. <laughs> can I get a strength and athletics roll to climb out of a grave? Yep. All right. Can, Diffic can Diffic Darcy or, or I have Joe, no athletics. Like, not on the first roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We'll say Darcy will. I'm going to say this is going to be a difficulty for this. Difficulty seven. You're in a dress and it's wet. Well, she's not actually in a dress. She is in. Oh, pardon me. You're in riding pants. You're in riding pants. It is of, wet. Yeah. Um. So nine and a seven. Okay. So uh, you'll start climbing out, and Joe and Darcy are going to be able to kind of catch you under your underarms and kind of pull you out the rest of the way with with a decent amount of ease. You are absolutely covered in muck, and completely yeah, and silent. Her mouth is just running constantly. You have no idea what she's saying. Darcy will see blood and just kind of like grab some some herbs out from her from her bag and just start like sprinkling them and like pacing like a bit with the 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 wetness and just try and like paste them on her and she's saying muttering things in in uh Gaelic, just gonna but... try and like push her like wave her off to some extent because like what the fuck is going on here? It's climbing out a grave. Right. She's gonna try and get some of the mud off her, just like <laughs> it. It go. It, you know what? It doesn't feel like you're making any progress because you're not hearing the sound of it slopping on the ground, but it's it's coming off. It's at least she's not wearing a dress, but that that blouse is definitely damaged. Um, however, everybody else, um, actually Darcy, you said you're gonna try to heal her. So give me mm -hmm. a uh, an air tarot. Difficulty yep. uh. of uh, if you're healing somebody else, that's life. Three difficulty of it's only bastard damage. Uh, how many effects do you have up? I have two. Okay, difficulty of six, seven, please. And then minus two for the psychical magic. Yeah, right thanks now. for reminding me about that. You're welcome. So five, right? Yep. Seven minus two, yeah, five. 
Uh, do do do. Um. Oh darn that ten and that one cancel each other out, but I rolled a nine for the other, so uh, yep. one success equals two level of bashing. Yep. So right. you will hear that two levels of bashing, chess. Two As your of... your wound heals up underneath the herbs, and they'll crack off, and you'll have healed. And Darcy will kind of just be like miming, like that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> All right. Turning, you can see that there are quite a few, quite a few graves silhouetted by the moon. One of which, as you take a peek around, is Doctor Saxon's. The grave is fresh. The ground hasn't even had a chance to settle. There's a bit of a lump of just overturned earth on top. Behind it, a broad gravestone, a bit more decorated than the rest. Unlike the others, which are simple slabs with stars of David, or uh, one has a broad menorah across it. It seems a grandfatherly figure had that. Um, this has very... It has a bit of opulence to it. Not much. But above it, you'll see there are a pair of angels carved into the side of the tombstone. One of them is... Well, they're both cherubic. The one on the left is curling around the tombstone. In its hand, it's holding a dagger. The other... Flinging to the right side of the tombstone as you face it has a small serpent winding around its left arm. What do you do? Chastity's going to get a closer look at the tombstone out of curiosity. All right. Uh, it says um, it has the dates of life and death, which say that he was uh, 30, 38 years old. When he died, um, his birthday was November 7th, and he is um, a beloved husband and, and scholar. Is this the Darcy will go towards the snake? Does it look like um, you said it's winding around him? So it's like, is it winding like kind of like wrapping upwards or is it like eating itself? No, no, not anything like that. Um, okay. So this angel's kind of like clinging to it, kind of like a baby would cling to the side of something like that. The snake is wrapping its way down the, the cherub's. Uh, forearm uh, and poking its head just barely out next to its thumb as if it was a second thumb oh okay so it is quite a um, quite a small snake about the size of a gardener snake is there any sim like is that any sort of religious symbol that you can try to you can try to figure it out you can give me yeah, an, intel what... an intelligence Sorry. and a cult role both of you if you'd like um can i do intelligence and theology Yes, you may. Okay. Um, what is Esoterica again? I forget. I uh, Esoterica. Gods. You know what? I always forget because they added that in um, in M20. 
Does anybody have it off the top of their head? I can check the book otherwise. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but why don't I check the book while you... That um, sounds good. Yeah. It's like, I'm almost at it, but my Adobe... My Adobe keeps running out of memory, mm, and mm -hmm. I don't know why. So mm. I've, I've, I've taken to opening things in Chrome instead of... It's weird. Um, what was the difficulty for theology? Uh, that is going to be, uh, for general stuff, let's say, uh, it is difficulty of seven. I have a s single ten, but then no ones. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, I would look it up, but it's not loading. <laughs> It's right. a big, big book. And my physical copies over there somewhere. Okay, I'm just checking one thing real quick. I cannot wait until I'm back in my actual Esoteric place. knowledge comes in many forms. Astrology, angelography, fortune-telling, yoga, herbalism, demonology, lore of stones, secret code of language of the occult. Okay. We suggest practices and instruments for your magical focus. This trait's overall reflects your general knowledge of arcane subjects. Unlike okay. occult knowledge, which under which reflects understanding of secret history. Hmm. hmm. So I mean either would work for me. Okay. I don't have a cult, so I would rather use esoteric. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. If you allow that. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, in Christian mythology, of course, uh, Amy, using your theology, uh, Chastity would know that uh, it is, I mean, the first villain of the Bible um, is, of course, the snake, the serpent representing, um, depending on which interpretation, we'll say Satan is the easiest. Um, but you will also, with one success, know that Satan's a fairly complex character, depending on which version of your theology you look into. Whether or not an angel sent to test humanity or the literal, um, whether he is the opponent of mankind or the opponent of God is, is all about interpretation. Um, the dagger is a fairly common symbol. Um, but what you will, what you will gather off of this is that they're less, well, the the dagger and the snake aren't really paired together in in any Jewish mythology or any any Jewish scripture that you've heard of, but maybe you're just not learned about, you know, about the Hebrew faith. Like it, you might want to hit a hit a library. Um, and what did you get, Darcy? Two, two. Uh, so looking at this, oh man, it could be a number of things. Um. So this type of, uh, it could be about scrying. It could be about, um, can't remember the name right now. Uh, it could be about divination through guts, which is the name I'm forgetting right now. Uh, it is not herbatolid. What is it? Hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Uh, uh, so it could very much be um, be about reading reading the history and, and probably reading the future using the snake's guts. Um, it could be about uh, fertility is is always a big one. Um, and 
theoretically, it could be something meant to ward off evil. Then again, it could be could be Kabbalah. Uh, which you know very little about, but know that there is a fairly um, more cultish branch of um, of Jewish originating belief systems um, that are uh, a bit more secret society based. Hmm. Also, it's hieromancy. I just looked it up. Thank you. <laughs> like her herpology, like no, that's derpology. You're thinking of Kelly. Um, the last thing that I will say to you as well: anybody who gets a look at this can make me just an intelligence roll. And we'll say difficulty of six on this, just to get a hint. Two. Uh, anybody who, who gets any successes on this will think, well, I mean, it also could be theoretically, um, if he was one of the skeleton keys, they were, it did sound like spies. Could be connected to that. The dagger could, at least, for sure. Especially if they were basically internal affairs, which is what, uh, kind of the way that Evelyn painted it to you. Of course, you can't really share this information because you can't hear anything. <laughs> That's true. Um, so Josephine's kind of like thinking that we need to um, get to, get to the digging, um, and is going to um, is actually going to I think uh, tap someone um, whoever's closest to her. Uh, and um, say, or and uh, kind of mime shovel, <laughs> and then like point at herself and that she's going to go look. Um, and I'm, I don't know if the, if that'll break the effect on which side that'll break the effect on, whether it, it'll break it on me or whether it'll break it on them. Uh, if you cancel your side of the effect? If I leave, it's cast on you. It's cast on each of you individually. Okay, that's so. what I wasn't sure if it was an area or if it was a. It's not. It's not. Cool. It's a, it's individual. Cool. All right. Then, yeah. So I'm just gonna like motion that I'm gonna go check out the, the hut where the light is, for a shovel. Sounds good. Anybody I following along with her? Yes, will go too. Okay. The two of you make your way across the, across the cemetery. And soon you'll find yourself standing directly next to it. It's a small building, roughly a, a 10 foot by 10 foot shack with a rickety door on the front of it that um, it was probably, probably not the place that the um, the cemetery spent most of its money. We'll put it that way. Um, it's it's sturdy enough to withstand the Victorian rain, but already it is caked with grime and soot. It has a single window at the back, a small one, a box window about the size of a loaf of bread. And in front it has a single door, a simple one, with a key lock. A candle is dangling from the front perch on a hook. Hmm. 
is it possible to just kind of look around the outside of the um, of the building to see if there's something outside? Sure. Go ahead and make me a perception and alertness roll. Uh, difficulty six. Difficulty of this six. Uh, pardon me. Difficulty of eight because it's uh, it's dark everywhere except mm. for where that candle is. Yeah. Uh, one success. Okay. Giving us a, a ten. <laughs> doing a quick peek around, um, you will round the corner and around the back, right beneath that window, uh, your foot will just bump up against something. Leaning in the shadow of the door, or pardon me, of the. Uh, the back frame of the shed, you will find a shovel. I'm gonna pick it up and, like, I don't know if Chastity followed me around, but show it. <laughs> Shrug and try and see if there's another one, or if that's the only one. Looking around the place, you can make you can make a quick check, finding that it is the only one outside of the shed right now. You can try inside. How difficult does it look like to get into this place? I know you said it was locked and there was a little window. I didn't say it was like... locked. There was a lock. There is a, a lock. lock. Okay. I would okay. also remind you, this is the Victorian era. Locks are about this big. You can look yeah. through keyholes. <laughs> She's going to do that. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Make me a... Uh... Make me a perception alertness roll to see how much you can gain from this. Uh, you will see that there is a person on the other side immediately, though. Chassie's gonna look over at Josephine and go... And then realize how pointless that was. And then... Yeah, okay. Um, well, I don't think I succeeded because that's a 9, a 2, and a 1. 9, 2, 1. Okay. Uh, so, you glancing in, you can see... There's a person inside, sitting on a stool. And it looks... Yeah, there's somebody inside of there. You can see that for sure. But what you're yeah. focusing on is that on this person's lap, uh, leaning against it, is a shovel. Try the try the door to see if it's locked. Okay. Uh, it is not locked and opens easily. Inside um, of this small shed, which is lined with gardening <laughs> tools, um, as well as uh, uh, a number of hoes, rakes, uh, and uh, a number of burlap sacks for for taking away some of the um, of the the things that are trimmed off, leaves, and so on, uh, as well as uh, some watering cans uh, and pickaxes. To help break up uh, break up earth for removal, um, there is a what appears to be a groundskeeper. Uh, he's leaning up against a little workbench on the right hand side, uh, and is convulsing slightly. His back is raising, and you can see that there is a bottle of gin that is tipped over and slowly dripping onto the ground. She's gonna carefully approach. Okay. I'm guessing his back is to her also, and like uh, he is just kind of he's facing you. Um he okay. has his head buried in his arms, kind of curled up like nap time at school. 
just gonna kind of carefully go around so that maybe he if he looks up maybe he won't see her okay you can move to one side this shovel has fallen directly across his lap is he like is he is he seizing kind of thing like no it it, seems like honestly if you take a good look at him you think he's snoring really loudly but you can't hear him like his back is trembling as he's going he um taking a quick look at the situation you think that he is blind drunk inside of this snoring like a blind drunk but it is the strangest image to not have sound with this Okay, so Chaz definitely first thought that he was sobbing and control a bit control. That's what it looks like. Worried. Josephine thought that he was demon possessed and was going to hit him with a shovel. <laughs> this is also d- doable. So um, Chaz is going to kind of carefully approach and is like, going to try and put him to sleep with a mind effect if she can. Okay. How do you do this? Do you just like? You know, all that's good, all that's light. Time to say nighty night. Sure. Okay, you say a prayer. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give you a plus three difficulty because Mm -hmm. you can't hear your voice. Okay. Cool. Uh, So uh, this is going to be difficulty of his willpower plus three for a mind effect. So uh, go ahead and uh, give me a... Uh, give me an Arate roll. Tell me what you get. And let's find out what his willpower is. No, it's not that. Okay, so... I got a 7, a 5, and a 1. So I'm really hoping that it's like maybe a 5 so that the 7 still gets across. But I'm not optimistic. Okay. <clears throat> so she's going to say a prayer and she's going to kind of like reach out to like... Kind of like touch his head. He is go as you touch his head with the prayer. He's going to jerk upright, look at you with one dangling eye. The other one seems to be off kilter in its socket, saucering back and forth drunkenly, impossibly drunkenly and drowsy. He'll look at you, his lower lip quivering and just dripping. I'm gonna hit him with a shovel. Okay. <laughs> Uh, make me a uh, a strength and melee roll, please. I feel like Chas jumped when he jerked up, and she's also going to jump again when the shovel comes down. You can use dex and melee if you prefer as well, but I feel like this just shoveling directly in the face is strength and melee. <laughs> With a very a muted, what the fuck? Difficulty six, right? Difficulty five. Oh, even with that, I botch. <laughs> okay, uh... Chastity, I'm going to roll a die between you and Josephine. Uh, Joe, are you high or low? Uh, low. I mean, Chast is high right now. Okay. Um, all right. Chastity, can you do me a favor and make me a soak roll again? I just healed you up. I just healed you up. Um, uh, and, uh, Joe, make me strength plus, uh, plus one. I'll treat this as a small club. Soak is six? Yeah, difficulty okay. six, stamina. Okay. I have a single ten. I, the other I did fail. zero damage. You did zero damage? Okay, yep. so you'll soak it, but you'll you'll just feel the side of a shovel crank you in the back of the head. And the guy is going to jerk up. 
and is going to pass out directly against you. Uh, high or low is good for you. Which one of us? Uh, chastity. Hi. <laughs> how, how mature do you want this? Um, doesn't matter. Okay. He'll fall, he'll like, le like look at you and lean forward and fall asleep kind of on your hip. Kind of like face plants directly into your side. It just, because I'm not Joss Whedon. Um, head, shoulders, push. And he's going to be like, like a sack of potatoes. He's just going to... Oh, sorry. She'll mumble quietly. Si a silent and, sack of potatoes. And we'll grab the shovel. Okay. Grabbing the shovel. Um, is there anything else that you want to grab from here? Anything else you want to look around the room for? I'm going to look around. If he's unconscious now, then yeah. Sure. Uh, give me a perception and alertness roll just to see what's here. Uh, this is lit inside of here by a single candle. Uh, that is getting dangerously close to that pot, that that puddle of gin. Um, but uh, I will also look around. So give me a difficulty six. Very quickly. Come on, stop. There we go. Good. I rolled a die twice and it landed cocked twice. Both times. Ten, ten, um, one. I think one oh, of wow. those passes. Uh, two successes. Nice. All right, looking around, uh, you can detect a couple of quick things inside of here. Uh, the first are just some some general general documents that are saying like this needs to be this needs to be dug tonight in really basic English. Uh, this location. Um, glancing, you can see that there are some old ones that are kind of spiked nearby uh, that say like which places have need to be dug out. Um, it says that uh, the one for the um, uh, the one for Saxon's grave was dug out uh, about six days ago for the service. He was buried five days ago. Um, nothing really important there. Uh, you'll find that uh, the man has like a hinged pocket knife on him if you check his pockets. Uh, you'll also find that he has a uh, a billfold protruding from. Uh, from his pocket, um, well, I wouldn't say billfold, but he has a couple of a bit of coinage uh, on him. Uh, he has uh, no less than nine pence and uh, and four shillings, which is actually pretty good. He's gets about a hundred bucks, maybe more. Uh, he also has an extra bottle of gin and a half finished one that's dribbling off the counter. Jesse's um, gonna grab the gin. Josie's going to grab uh, both the money and the knife. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so you can you can do uh, American-style hinged knife to your character sheet. Uh, and also add those shillings. Uh, and I just want to know something real quick. Victorian. Okay, so Victorian money converter, which is actually a website. Um, okay, so... How much did I say? I said three shillings. Holy crap. You said that's you said a lot of money. Four. You said four shillings. Yeah. And nine pence, I think. Is that a lot? Because like right now I have a pound is 85 US dollars according to this. Um, Yes, because also you have to remember that they would have been paid wages in shillings. They wouldn't have been paid in pounds. Um, so not likely. One mid nineteenth century pound is eighty five U S dollars to date. So a shilling. How many pounds are how many shillings in a pound? 
I don't know off the top of my head. Ten, uh, I think. I think it's ten shillings to a pound. Is it? I thought it was something. Oh, sorry, pardon me. It's one pound is twenty shillings. Oh, okay. So that's about about forty bucks of modern U.S. dollar currency. Cool. Yeah, it's money. It's money, and Josie's not from here. <laughs> If Chastity notices that Josephine is stealing this person's money, she's going to give a rather disapproving expression because you just assaulted a guy and stole his money. Technically, she assaulted you. It's true. Well, <laughs> yeah. I did, however, steal his money. If she notices, I don't know that she did. Hmm, fair. Josie, I don't think Josie would understand the look if you gave it to her, though. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, you've got two bottles of gin. Well, you've got one, one, and one and a third bottle of gin. Um, Rough annual income is twenty pounds for a working class person. Cool, cool. That's wow. Mm -hmm. That's why I said wow, um, because also levels of. Well, because I only um, said I, I didn't say pounds. I said shillings and pence. Yes, I know, but four shillings. If you only make twenty pounds in a year. Oh, yeah, fair. Four shillings is a lot of money. Um, mm -hmm. Because also, I'm pretty sure the level of robbery was based on how many shillings it was worth. Mm -hmm. And I think if it was over 20 shillings, you got the death penalty prior up until about that got abolished. So I'm yeah, fine. It's, it's <laughs> fine. Um, Josie will also blow out the candle before they leave. Okay, good. You see, you didn't murder him. That's probably great. Right. <laughs> That's always good. All right. So grabbing those things. Um, is there anything else that you two are doing to each other on the way back? No. No. I think Scowling we're both carrying a shovel. Because ow. It does. Yeah. It it does hurt a bit. It doesn't damage you, but it did rattle the old noggin a bit. Uh, meanwhile, back at the at the tombstone, what are the two of you doing in silence? How long has it been? How long have they been gone? Uh, that adventure took about 10 minutes, I'm going to say. I think after five minutes, Darcy is going to just start looking at other graves in like the close vicinity to Evelyn, just reading because she's curious um, and is getting a little bit bored in the silence. Uh, hold on. Okay, so looking around, uh, the Schliemans are, are two down. Then the, the Reislers are, are right next to that. Um, there's like there's a lot of similarity in a lot of these gravestones here. Uh, let's see. Um, No, they wouldn't put that on a gravestone. I was going to say that one of them, because they used to put like really funny things on gravestones, but the best I could come up with on the fly for, for a dumb Jewish cemetery graveyard is, uh, uh, he would have been the rabbi's foil. So that's why he got work as a moil or something like that. Like it just it doesn't really work. It doesn't work. From He's cradle a, to dreidel. I don't know. From, from cradle to dreidel. From rave to grave. Um, I think at some point too, um, Bram will scare Darcy at some point just by brushing up in the silence and just like Darcy's gonna jump 
again in the being like He meows in silently at you. In silently. In silence at you. And then yeah, Darcy will just kinda keep an eye out for them in the general direction. Just kinda waiting. Probably see oh. the candle go out. And then a moment or two later, they are going to make their way back. Alright. As you read as you reassemble with the two shovels, um, I'm going to say that for a grave like this, you can you, you could have brought some extra tools, but you can really only have two people working in the dark safely. Das is immediately going to shove one of the shovel the shovels she's carrying into uh, Darcy's hands, just like her hair's Darcy. a bit messed up. She just motions like, "Don't, don't even ask, just." <laughs> eyes glance over to Josephine and there's kind of just like a frown. <laughs> All right. Gonna start digging. <laughs> All right. Dig. So I need a strength plus, a uh, me a stamina plus athletics roll. Oh, darn real. Ah, <laughs> uh, I will lower your difficulty. What's your strength at Robin? Five. Five. <laughs> I'll lower your difficulty to six. For that. And I put it to my specialty is raw power. Okay, I'll put your difficulty down down to five for this. Um, but uh, Joe, you're going to be at seven because shoveling a grave is tiring work. Uh, and Chastity, what's up? Chastity, because this is probably going to take a little bit. Chast would like to use some sort of mind and time effect on herself to make this feel like it goes longer. Okay. She just wants to speed it up. Okay, yes. go ahead and make me an Arate roll at yes. uh, uh, a difficulty of uh, difficulty of four for you. Tell me if you botch, because that'll be fun. Okay, so seven. All right, you are making your way down, uh, digging fast. Earthworms pass, and you're you're grave bound. Grave bound. Uh, did, did you just botch? I want to check. I got a six, a one, and a one. You did. You did not. No. Nope. Uh, you did. You, you only botched if we're using the rules that I learned, Mage on. Which was, mm -hmm. which was ones are the enemy, uh, but instead you just fail, you okay. just fail, and this draws out impossibly long. Um, you spend about uh, between the two of you, you make a really good time digging at this. Um, you are a do. I'm gonna say that's about, that's about a half hour worth of work of work worth of work right now, and you're about four feet deep. Uh, Evelyn. Um, so while they're doing this, Evelyn's going to be keeping an eye out for anybody approaching, mm -hmm. etc. Things that we might not hear coming up because she's going to kind of try and uh, avoid digging too much. Okay. She's not particularly good at that sort of thing. Sounds good. Um, all right. So you are going to go ahead and uh, and keep an eye around the area. Um, make me a perception and alertness roll. Difficulty seven. All right, and as you are doing that, make me one more stamina plus athletics roll. Now, I'm guessing detail-oriented does not come into this. Uh, not for this. This would be more like alert or something like that, but still good. So if I'm not using oh. the specialty, you, then I don't do the re-roll, right? You don't do re-rolls, no. Cool. I just want to be sure. Uh, I, I have six dice for this roll, and I got five successes. So. I am. I have five dice. 
I would have had seven. Wow. Okay. Um, well, damn. Uh, let's wait to see if anybody snuck up on you. Christine, how'd you get? Three successes. Okay, and Chastity, you are sitting next to the grave drinking gin. Yeah, she's kind of annoyed that this is going to take us so long, so she's going to swig some of the gin and just try and analyze this tombstone a bit more. All right, sounds great. Just taking a nice look at it. Um, do you have anything on you you could take a rubbing? Not really. Okay. Evelyn has a notebook, if you remember that. Yeah, she'll might... try and mime the, like, poke, poke, poke Evelyn's shoulder, just, like, mime writing something, like, point at Tombstone, just, like, think. She'll offer a sheet of paper, and she, I'm thinking she uses charcoal sticks and pencils, for the most part. Grab. She'll probably shave away enough to be able to use the charcoal for that. And she'll go and see what she can do. Okay. So you'll be able to take an etching. I'm not going to require a roll for that. Um, and as you're in the middle of doing that, uh, the other two are going to startle you both quite badly. Can I get both of you to do me a favor and just make me a dexterity uh, and, oh, pardon me, a, a wits and athletics roll? Me and Chastity? You and Chastity. And if no athletics, does that do anything? It doesn't, just roll wits. Okay. You're looking at a difficulty of six. Yeah, one! Yay! I rolled three tens. <laughs> okay, uh, you are both going to not eep as suddenly you're going to hear as the shovels make contact with the coffin beneath and the spell Wait, we ends. We can hear it? The spell ends. Yep, it's been oh. a scene. Yep. Ah, okay, that would be startling, yes. All of a sudden mm -hmm. having a hearing rush back. Mm -hmm. And suddenly the night is alive with the sound of distant noise and meow. Sorry, I would, nothing was happening before then. Yeah, we put a silent spell on Bram. I think we found it. Bram, why do I keep saying Bram? Your name is Bram, I'm sorry. Bram. <laughs> Could you do a favor and keep an eye out with your feline eyes? Feline eye, he says. Right. I lost this in the Ow. war. And he's going to hop on a tombstone and start jumping from tombstone to tombstone. Right. Legenified with a couple dogs. I... The straps that they that. used to lower, that's still there. Now here's the thing. Who's down in the hole cleaning the, two, the, the grave off? Okay. This caught you slightly off guard because it... It's not smoothly in the hole. As you look down at it, you're going to see that it's actually quite a bit off kilter, as if it were dropped rather suddenly. In fact, as you brush it off, you'll see that the the top of the wood has a few gouge marks in it. It's a coffin, wooden, pine, with bite marks, little crescent circles. Well, not quite 
full circles, but like toenail clippings punched into the top of casket. Not dissimilar to the tips of your shovels. Did they reuse a coffin? One of the two ropes that had been used to lower it is still there, but it's partly buried. The other does not appear to be there at all. It looks like I don't know. Perhaps maybe the the rope snapped when they were lowering it the first time. Okay, based on how we unearthed this, would it at all be possible to just kind of like shove our feet into the the, the walls and then like crack it open? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was hoping like to a do slim that gym. too. Yeah. yeah. I think Chas is like on the edge trying to like peer into the darkness like what is going on? Okay, uh, I would like give me a strength uh, this is going to be one of the rare times I do this this is a strength plus stamina roll it is only used on sheer tests of athletic bodily might do 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 gonna grab my eight dice okay, and this um, you're just looking for sixes cool, but my would raw power count for my yes team? <clears throat> wow, I'm really glad I rolled uh one ten at least, because boy, I out of the initial eight, I have two successes from eight. <laughs> two? Okay. And two for me. Okay. Putting your back against the wall and thrusting your legs in. You're going to going to put, well, you're going to put your backs into it. Fully pressing against the coffin in front of you. It's going to resist you. The weight of the remaining earth and where it's perched at that odd angle is going to put gravity against you, but a moment later there is a sickening crunch of wood and the casket is going to snap open firing dirt up into the air that's going to sludge onto both Chastity and Evelyn's dresses. Well, dress. Your whites. And inside of the coffin, which is lined with cheaply made white white linen, is nothing at all. I think this is probably a good place for us to take a quick break. Hey all, I'm Jen and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Welcome back to Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, here on Dark Tales. As you stand over the empty casket, the only light being the fat moon that's moving its way up the distant hill, the inside of the casket is entirely barren. However, 
you'll see there are a few stains on the inside, even in the dimness here. Maybe some of the dirt spilled in when you shoved the lid open. I'm not the only one who's noticing the distinct absence of the dead body. Uh, no, I, I am also noticing the fact that um, apparently the late Dr. Saxon is apparently was late to his own funeral as well. They still buried the casket. Uh, apparently. Though apparently a bit of a, a, a rough job and Can someone pass me a um uh from my bag that's that's up there uh, a candle? Should yes, candle sure. Oh, grab one. Chas will go root around the bag. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. <laughs> There's so many. I random think items. I found the candle. I here just. <laughs> um. And, uh, and I'm just going to use forces to light the candle because what else do you do when you're making? That sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> Go ahead and, uh, make me, uh, make me an arity roll. Difficulty of four. Two successes. Two successes. Uh, I'm gonna just add a point of straights for that. Cool. Yep, that's fine. As you snap your fingers and the candle illuminates. And what you are going to see is... The inside of the coffin has a splash of blood. As you inv as you take a glance at the coffin, like some things are definitely wrong here, but but what exactly is wrong? I think this is time to enter investigation mode. Mm -hmm. mm. So, uh, looking around, you will have illumination inside of the coffin now, which will give you a good a good poke around. Uh, so anybody who wants to can make me a perception and alertness roll uh, for tiny details. Uh, difficulty of uh, difficulty of seven if you got the candles. Uh, Darcy, what's up? Um, I was wondering if I could um, try and use life magic to try and get anything out from any sort of from the blood at all since her specialty is, is kind of using blood magic. So unfortunately, the blood is definitely old enough that it's inert. It would be matter. Okay. It would be a matter thing. Okay, uh, a matter thing. Darn. So, um, actually, you know what I'm going to have to say at this point? This is going to be an investigation roll because you're looking for clues specifically. So perception and investigation, please. If you do Evelyn's going to crouch at the side and kind of call down. Of like, have you found anything? There's some blood here. Um, and uh, Josephine's actually going to, to reach out and touch it. And this might be because um, it's been long enough that it's inert as well. Um, I can't use correspondence on it to link it to its owner, can I? Um, it would be difficult. You might be able to. Do you want okay. to I'll do you want to try to do that? Do you want to cut it out? It's on some of the lining. I'm going to let Evelyn look at it first where it is and then say I might be able to do something with this um, if I can cut it out. Okay. That sounds good. I'm still up on the edge because I don't think four of us are actually going to fit in a grave. 
Mm-hmm. I think Darcy will jump out at this point because um, rules wise, if you don't have if the you don't dots, have a knowledge, you can't yeah, make a roll. So Darcy will probably jump out, be like, I I, I don't really know what to to do or look for. I'll, I'll keep a lookout with 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 Bram, Bran. My and name she'll... is Bram. I know. I don't know why I'm saying Bram now. It's really annoying. Knowing to you, your cat uh, says. <laughs> All right, and... her. Darcy, do you mind giving me a hand just to steady? Uh, uh, of course. And I will try and jump down delicately. Uh, Chastity, you had a question before we continue. I'm trying to look through the book, but I'm trying to figure out if time two is enough for me to look back and see what happened. Yes, it is. Because Chas is kind of just like watching them investigate and she's going to look down at her bottle of gin that she's got and she's looking down at the grave and would like to, um, yeah, because I think we know what day it happened. So that might help. You know what day the grave was dug. Yeah. So you you have you have an outer limit of when is the latest it could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to start casting that? Yes. Okay, so to look back in time, that's a pretty basic time two effect. Uh, what you're going to do is uh, time effects chart. Um, if you're looking for an exact instance, it's pretty basic. Um, so what you will need to do is give me um, uh, a time effect at a difficulty mm-hmm. of uh, four, please. Okay. Um I'm going to spend a willpower. Sounds good. And uh, that I'll just say that it takes you a couple minutes to cast this, so go ahead and roll that up. Uh, Evelyn, okay. hopping down into the hole, I would like you to make me a perception, detail-oriented counts, and investigation roll. Okay. I do not have much investigation, but I have enough to be able to do it. Hot damn. I rolled oh, three tens. Oh, one God. <laughs> Because we have your dice, so as long as you're the one that rolls it. What was the difficulty again? Difficulty on that is gonna it was gonna be seven, but how many did you get? I'm not finished rolling tens yet. Holy shit! Sorry, they keep exploding. Okay, seven. Seven successes. Yes. All right, you rolled Six enough. Six of which were tens. Okay, in the core book, uh, investigation five. Uh, it means you're Batman. So you're at least halfway to Batman with that. Good job. Or shall we say, the Dark Knight. I can be the Dark Scientist. The Dark Scientist? All right, I'll allow it. Um, Okay, so hopping down, you're going to start tearing this thing apart for clues with your candle, squatting down in the coffin. It does reek of death. You're going to gain that sense immediately. The smell of a corpse is present here, lingering inside of this sealed casket. The first thing that you're going to notice, though, is that buried in the dirt along along the side of the casket where it was wedged in to the side, uh, basically the side it fell on, uh, was the hinge side. Uh, pardon me, not the hinge side, but the actual, like, the, the, the door opened from the mouth of the side that hit the ground at an awkward angle. Looking at that, you are going to be able to determine there was once an ornate latch on it that has been shattered, likely by a crowbar, had a couple of teeth marks in the front of the wood that have stripped it, ripping it away broadly. In the inside of this, you can see that there was, in fact, a body in here at one point. It, there, 
it smells of it. There was a bit of decay inside of here as well. Chastity, what did you get on your roll? So I, if I'm just doing it for the one round of casting, that was three successes. Okay, I will get back to you in a moment as I, after this. Uh, there was a, ooh, actually, you know what? I have a very dramatic way to do this. So you're looking around, Evelyn. Meanwhile, Chastity, you take a drink and let your senses flow into the past. And as you do, you feel yourself sink down in to the time that has come. Shunk. 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 How much more we got? Not much more. What is this, four feet? Oh, we never get used to this part. Shoulder back breaking labor. We should have hired some of them immigrants to come do this. Do it for a few pennies on the on the, you know. Yeah, I know. Just Lean in. Yeah, now we've got it. See, you shouldn't have been complaining there. Mr. Scott, we made it in without a problem. Two large cockney gentlemen are working over this grave. The grave, you'll notice at this point, well, the dirt is easy to move, but it's still backbreaking labor. The moon is hanging in the sky, and it's full. This must have been at least probably four days ago. The men look at it. Oh, look at this. Look at this nice lock they got here. Oh, how fancy. Hey, fuck the lock. They bring the shovel down once, twice, three times. Hey, I mean that crowbar. One of them passes a crowbar down, jams it in, and fuck me, this is on tight. Kick it, move. I'm gonna kick it. Hey, don't kick it while I'm... The larger man kicks the crowbar while it's wedged, and there is a horrible, sickening crack. Oh, fuck, you've got my hand! Evelyn, you see there's a bit of dirt mixed in on the ground next to where this coffin once laid, as well as a thumb... Uh, pardon me, I'm going to back up because I realized that was something you asked not to be mentioned. Uh, so, uh, there is... Uh, uh, you'll find a bloody handkerchief at the bottom there. Yeah, sorry, forgot about that for a minute. It seemed the most logical thing, but... Uh, it's, it's more, for me at least, it's more to do with like it deliberately the, happening. Okay. Or lingering on it, or... A torture yep. scene or something like that. Okay. Do you want, do you want me to include 100%. it just because it makes more sense? I am fine sense? with okay. that level of it just being a comment. Okay. That's, as that's as okay. you'll you'll find that buried in the dirt, the a man's thumbnail. Okay. Um, and uh, so there's no handkerchief. There is a thumbnail. Uh, and chastity. As we zoom back into the past in your vision, there's a significant amount of hushed swearing. What you want the coppers to hear? They ain't gonna come to no Jewish cemetery. Anybody who does is going to get this upside the noggin. Oh, my fucking thumb. Get to work. Pop it open. Yeah, it'd be nice if I had both hands. They crack it open. And you can see a man who's had a ribbon tied around his throat where it's been cut. Beneath, you can see just the edging of where it was sealed with flesh wax. 
He's already sunken, starting to decompose. Yeah, he'll do nicely. In the ground less than a day. Perfect. Well, Mr. Uh, what was that say, Mr. Scott? What's wrong, Debs? Didn't learn your alphabets. Saxon. What's a guy named Saxon doing in a Jewish cemetery? Ah. You know their type. Like to hide in plain sight. Grab him. They grab him, and as they do, uh, smaller man, Mr. Scott, begins to bleed out of his finger into the coffin. He tears a piece of the corpse's clothing off and uses it as a rag. And the two men grab Mr. Saxon, Dr. Saxon, I should say, and hoist him up, tossing him roughly like a rag doll. Looking up, you can see that there's a cart nearby. A bow-backed, gnarly horse plods the ground lazily, an old pull horse. And inside of the casket, pardon me, inside of the, uh, the back cart, you can see that there, well, beneath a tarp that blocks most view, a woman's hand is dangling out. As pale as the moonlight. Now, Chastity, you do not need to be a well-learned scholar to know what resurrection men are. Okay. Mm, uh, I'm going to assume that that was common knowledge even in America during the day, uh, even to the sheltered people. Um, for the, for oh, those, yeah. For those in the it audience... It was a huge fear. For those who, in the audience who may not know, uh, people who... Uh, resurrection men were grave robbers who went around stealing bodies to provide to medical institutions. Uh, a lot of modern medical advancements were based off of stolen corpses. Uh, it was often... Uh, for quite a while, it was illegal to, to uh, practice on dead bodies, so doctors would pay people to steal dead bodies for them. And then hide them. Yep, and then hide them. And practice carefully and quietly and hiddenly. There is, uh, there are several doctors that have been found in history that had uh, dozens upon dozens of people buried under their floorboards. Um, some of them were serial killers. Most of them were just practicing anatomists. Ah. This is an actual phenomenon uh, that occurred, uh, and it occurred oh. very often. It was a great way to make a buck if you had a strong back and no moral compulsions. Huh. Relearn. All right. Right. I, Christine and I have both taken full courses on this at university. And uh, Jen just does this recreationally. Steals corpses. Obviously. So, Evelyn, down in the hole, you're going to see, all right, looks like, given the wedge formation and, and the damage on that nail, probably happened when this thing was busted open. He bled on the inside. You're going to see a large boot print covered in dirt along the white silk uh, that says this man's boot is about the modern equivalent of a size 12, uh, but is a very specific pattern. Um, very like flat soled with a crack down the center of it. Looks like a cheap boot, working man's boot. 
However, what you're also going to see is that there is, well, a bit of two things inside of the casket that you'll notice. The first is going to be the presence of a bit of what could only be described as horse shit, which is not unusual. Horse shit with dried hay in it is a little less usual. Non-digested hay, as well, implies a stable. However, it's quite old. Like, this hay is very coarse, very dry. Am I being messaged by a horse girl, Robin? Who has things to say about hay? Okay. Okay. So, uh, poking around in the hole for that, what you are also going to find is, um, ooh, uh, seven successes. God. When you give all of the clues and you still have like three successes worth of good stuff left, um, how good could this be? Um, okay. Uh, inside, let's see. I'm, I'm lifting a body out. Uh, you are going to find, against all odds, a small strip of broadcloth. Of broadsheet, I guess I should say. Uh, that has a bit of fried fish wrapped in it. Looks like whoever this was had gone out for fish and chips earlier and kept some of it in his pocket, only to have dropped it in this. It is mildewy, or mildewy and rough, uh, and and starting to definitely go bad inside of this coffin. You don't want to eat this. Um, but um, you will see that this bit of broadsheet has the name of the sheet on it. Uh, the Cheapside Gazette. Uh, you have been in London long enough that you are probably accustomed with most of the rags. The Cheapside Gazette is a very, very small print that only circulates around the Thames near, near the Cheapside District, or Cheapside Street, I should say. Okay. Uh, now, this oh. is the age where there were hundreds of newspapers per town. Mm -hmm. Anybody with a printing press could make this. And given the number of misspellings there, you can you can confirm that it is real based on how bad the E is positioned. All right, up there, um, Chastity, what do you do? Um, I don't know if it makes a difference, but I actually had one more success because I've already spent the willpower. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't, but it doesn't for this. It means that you yeah. will know that this happened. Um, so he was buried five days ago. This happened that night. Okay. Fresh body is best body. Yep. Yep. Um, so when she comes, if she comes out of that, um, she's going to take another swig of gin. Um, Sounds good. Yep. And re resurrection men ringing the bells. What? We need to find a doctor. you're not making any sense what 
Yeah. Someone took the body. Yes. So two people took the body. Yes. Okay. And it seemed like that's something that they do. So. Why would people just take a body? Experimentation. So, do we know anyone or how to find anyone that would be experimenting on freshly buried bodies, corpses? Well, I mean, none that would uh, admit to it. Most up-and-coming doctors need to study on something. It is rather illegal, unfortunately. It's illegal? Why? Um, well... I suppose you're from not here, so you don't really have Christianity? I mean, there's a lot of religions. Um, well, once the body is buried, to disturb it is to disturb its ability to resurrect when it uh, comes time, and if pieces are missing. There, there's me- several schools of thought, but the most common one is that you do, do not disturb graves. And also that most people find it rather disturbing to think that somebody might dissect their body after death. Earth is a strange place. Which is why it used to be done to criminals. Hmm. Fascinating. I'm pretty sure that was used to not yet happen. Uh, I think that by the, trying by to keep this, my timeline straight by here. this point, they definitely were were doing this to criminals as a punishment, or they were threatening to at the very least. They definitely, yeah. no, they were definitely doing it by the nineties. I think I they would started. Think so I believe they started doing that in the sixties. Everything bad happens in the sixties. The Beatles, grave robbing, usual. <laughs> I think it was okay, and then it became not okay for everybody. Mm-hmm. The death penalty got harder to apply hmm. after 1820 when the bloody code was repealed, so it was probably prior to, and now is not as common. Yeah. Because transportation is the more common death penalty versus death. Yeah, it's easier just to send people to Australia. Yes, yeah, so you're not killing as many criminals anymore, so. I also remembered that uh, I can't do um, any correspondence magic right now. Oh, my My unique instrument is broken. Oh no! Or my, my, uh, what is it? That's not the unique one. It's the it's the one where I can't do it without it. Okay. Dittori or whatever. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Significant. I don't know. Something. But I have to wait for Evelyn to fix it. <laughs> Which this is the second time a correspondence, a, a like necessary correspondence focus or instrument has broken. All right. With that, fish and chips nearby. Um, describing that, uh, Evelyn, are you going to share your details with your with your friends? Yes. Okay. I will. So, what I've found about the newspaper and whatnot. 
can I get Darcy? Can you make me an intelligence and wits roll? A rare combination of two traits. So from so crawling out of the grave, Evelyn recounts the information that grave robbers had come and taken the body, uh, and that she has a bit of broadsheet paper and a thumbnail. And a thumbnail. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the candle out before I climb out of the grave as well. Okay, just so that it's clear. <laughs> What's my difficulty? Difficulty on this six. Um, one success. Okay. Um. Okay, one success. Uh, glancing at this, you are going to recognize. Um, you're going to recognize. Do you think the place that uh, that they're talking about here? She has a little nugget of fish and chips wrapped in in the uh, the Cheapside Gazette, a small paper that actually is near where you and Maeve were holding up. And inside, there's only one fish and chips place that has, well, it's it's a pub. Well, what would be considered a pub now, at least, uh, that runs out of that place. It's a small hole-in-the-wall uh, drinking and food establishment called Alfie's. A place oh. that you went to a couple of times um, with Maeve, but, or with Mai. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, it was. It's pretty rough and tumble. Oh, that, that was probably. That was probably from Alfie's. What is that? Uh, it's it's up where near mine and I were. We went there a couple times, but it was kind of a. Uh, a a side, you know, it was one of those places, maybe not for ladies, quite. But we have a, a lead, at least. Mm hmm. Hmm. And we're looking for two men. One. Find out who they sold the body to. I'm, or who they, they who hired them to dig it called up? Called Mr. Scott. And one of them missing a. Well, the other Dabs. one you heard his name was Dabs. Mm, yeah, Dabs. And Jazz is going to point over at the nail. Yeah. So that's this defining feature. It might be known to the locals. Yeah. It might be a good place to start and try and find out what happened. So, these men, they took, they just, just randomly decided to go for this, this body because it was, what, convenient? Probably? I don't know if it was necessarily Or they were specifically random. hired. Maybe, or just they knew there was going to be a body buried and they were hired to retrieve bodies. But yes, if, if if it was a fresh body, just it just we were unlucky, is what I was trying to say. That's if it was a coincidence. Yes, it's they, unfortunate. They didn't seem to know. At least they didn't seem to know who they were digging. 
Oh, did you did you use your 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 time magic to 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 see back? Kind of like that ritual that happened that I don't remember, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um Jin? Did you get a good look at, at the men? Did you did you see them that if we saw them at the restaurant or wherever we could find you'd recognize them? It was dark. Didn't but you got a rough look at them. One of them had a, a knobby nose and a, and a cauliflower ear. Uh, the other was quite uh, quite sturdy, but very long-necked. Looked kind of like mm. a giraffe crammed into a suit. She will describe them exactly like that. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> huh. It's a giraffe. A creature that doesn't seem like it should exist. Honestly, huh. I don't think they're from this plane. Fascinating. I've only ever really seen pictures. I don't. Roughly, what like. time do I think it is now? Right now, um, let's see. Probably around around eight p.m. Maybe a bit later. You've got about four hours. All right. Well, I guess we better get moving to try and find this body. Um, can I try and use matter to get some of this mud off of me? Sure, you can try to clean yourself with matter as you go. Alright, with that, do you head back to the carriage? I think so. Or we head back to where the carriage dropped us off because he was moving (laughs) around. And hopefully we'll come back for us. Um, Yeah, I... I just... I want to lay this name to rest properly. As you're walking away, can I get chastity alone to make me an intelligence and wits roll? Or pardon me. Let but yeah, what I'll allow this make me an intelligence and alertness roll, and tell me what you get on your dice because the difficulty is going to be a little a little high. You can spend willpower on this if you want. Not going to spend willpower, okay. but I got a five, a six, an eight, a seven, and a ten. Okay. As you start walking away you're going to just get this weird weird suspicion rise up inside of you turn and look back into the hole and the moon is fading out toward a half moon in the sky slowly as the days tick by but there's enough light that you can look down into the hole and at the bottom of it you notice that there was a bit of difficulty from where the casket had been dropped suddenly but the casket was flush in your vision Can we look underneath the casket? I mean... I I, I, I know, it's just... Darcy, you're buff right now. Can you somehow lift it? Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll lift it up. Darcy will jump in and... Okay, sounds good. Uh, Lifting it up, I'll I'll say that you can wiggle it up and kind of put your back into it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing underneath. What what are you looking for? 
I, I don't know. Was there? Does it look like there was something under it or something? That's Tell you what. Moved? Anybody who looks under it can do me a favor <laughs> and make me a perception plus investigation roll to look for clues. Darcy will. Do not we do have? <laughs> do you have a light source? I will make a light source. Okay. I mean, like, here. Yeah. Uh, I got two success. Or wait, we reroll tens on. Uh, I got two successes Does on. Detail uh, oriented applies yes. as well. I'll light the candle again and just like hold it down there. Two successes on Arate for that. Perfect. Okay. Uh, You're going to be at difficulty of eight, Christine. Difficulty eight. Also another paradox, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll leave you. I'll leave you at the current amount. Okay. That's three. Okay. Uh, as that is pried up, looking underneath, you are going to find one thing that strikes you as strange. There, somehow against all odds, on the edge of where the casket landed, the side that landed the highest up, preserved underneath it despite the weather, is a footprint of a high-heeled lady's boot. I would say size six, if such a thing existed, but for, for your knowledge, a, a chunky heeled boot. Perhaps a riding boot? That's odd. And you got three successes for that. So what I'm going to say uh, is it's very lucky uh, because what it looks like is inside of the casket was dirty and sooty. Mm -hmm. This, this impression is quite deep. It's the only reason it survived. You will know with your investigation score that the night the Gilbert Saxon was buried, it had not rained for a couple of days. The day after he was buried, it rained all day and every day for three days. This boot, this boot print beneath the casket was made in mud. Someone came back here after. It was robbed and then... Someone else me. tried to rob it but got here too late. Yeah. You're not the only ones looking for Gilbert's body. Oh, bloody hell. And I think we're going to call game there for the night because <laughs> bloody hell is the best punctuation. It uh, is. All right. So, uh, folks, thank you very much. Sorry that we're ending a little earlier tonight. I, I need to limit my my back uh, and I have a full day of, of work and streaming tomorrow. Uh, so very full day, very full day. Um, so uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, we were going to be back. Uh, we're back in two weeks. We are off for the Canada Day long weekend next week, but we'll be back. Uh, and then we're on for two weeks. And then my mom's in town for the first time in like three years. Uh, but don't worry. This adventure is only going to get crazier. And I really mean like you guys are not going to see where this is going until it hits you in the face. So 
I think you're going to love it. Uh, so first of all, uh, the chat bought you three experience. I'm going to give you two. Take a total of five experience points. I Ooh, would like to you. buy a Seeking at some okay. point. Okay, Seeking. Seeking for Robin. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Um, Do you remember and, how much um, uh, spheres are um, if it's your primary? I believe it's seven. Yeah, it's seven, seven times. Seven times? Yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, cool indeed. Uh, anybody and else have any more questions? Ever closer. Edging ever, ever closer. Ever closer for yeah save it up because your seeking is going to be coming pretty soon uh, yeah i have no idea what i'm saving up for but uh anybody want to buy a point of investigation for three xp um wait what is i forget what is um new, new skill? Is four times yes i know it, but what what time what's it, the arate? New, arate is seven times i have four or points so yes Darcy. no it's it's eight times it is it's eight, eight times, times? Okay. Okay. so i just have it then okay yeah. My, well so save up seem so like it's eight times a new point so yeah. like eight times four or something yeah. like that so 28 okay. xp for level for probably 32 32, 32 for i was thinking i was gonna three. say that can't be quite right Not quite it's right. 28 for a level four sphere in yeah. your primary yeah. yeah all right so uh folks thank you so much for tuning into tonight's game um stay cool out there have a great time and um have a good long weekend next weekend if you get one uh if you're in the colonies like us um because it's well, the then first. the fourth is on the Monday. So I know, right? For, I get double. Yeah. I get double as 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 either way. I just I'm I'm against England no matter where I am. Um, <laughs> so ha ha! I'm ruining your history one game at a time. <laughs> or more or less, just reminding people about how bad it already was. I mean, Canada. We didn't quite like. We didn't leave on bad terms. We're just like, yo, we want to be our own country. You're like, mommy, am I allowed to leave the home now? Mommy, <laughs> mommy. I would like to be a country. All mommy, right, please. fine, whatever. No. Now we've been spending a lot of time with our big brother and we you you don't want us to turn out like them, so just say yes. <laughs> oh my God. Bro, just tell her to go to hell. <laughs> Not like she has a navy anymore, bro. We'll start our own empire with it. blackjack and hookers. <laughs> that's that's basically the American story right there. Uh, I love tonight's session because it touched on so many things that are the stuff I studied specifically. Right. It was great. It's great. I need like the wages, the theft yeah. stuff, the penal code. <laughs> I need to buy Death. investigation for Darcy because it's kind of like, it's like, I can't, Darcy can't be smart, even though Robin figured out the it was like, what was the second Kelly said that it was, it was put in a scuba's chassis, saw it flat and I'm like, oh, someone's there, but Darcy can't roll on that shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, what's hilarious just, is that Chas has investigation, one dot, one yeah, dot. Same, one, one dot. dot. But the minus one on perception because of the task mushroom oh. has been uh. rough on my already terrible rolls. Oh, that oh. actually reminds me. Does anybody have any suggestions for what specialty I should take for four int? Uh, rational deductive. Deductive? Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. That will help with me figuring shit out because they're really well. Evelyn's smart. Alternatively, creative. Christine's also smart, but Christine does not put obvious clues together. So creative or deductive could both be really good. Okay, I like deductive. Yeah, Robin, become, look be at the new meme. <laughs> All right. Robin is way better so at putting good. shit together than I am, it's, but my character is better at it. 
All right. But so. I sit here going, oh. All right, folks, we're going to call That's it here. fantastic, Professor I'll, Multiverse. If you want to see this meme, join our Discord. It's it's free for the first 30 days. And then after the first 30 days, it's also free. Um, so uh, also. <laughs> unless you want uh, the Patreon channels. Unless you want the Patreon channels, then uh, which, is, which are usually bopping. Uh, so I want to quickly thank everybody who supports uh, the stream over at patreon.com slash dorktales. You literally allow the stream to exist uh, because this is a full-time gig. If you join these games, I strongly suggest that you maybe consider giving a cup of coffee over there. Uh, however, if you are, if you're flush with fat stacks, uh, like the people I'm about to mention, feel free to donate your heart's content uh, because it allows me to take ever more time away from my other job. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank our BDE uh, Supreme Royal Patron, Shulton, as he returns and has claimed the first ever World Builder Whoa. title. Uh, I would also like to thank our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, uh, Bricarious and Soul Omen, our demonic producers, as well as our princes of the Patreon, which are Terran, Buddy, Trezelta, Cubby Gummy, Eolus, and Amberthist. Uh, Y'all are phenomenal. You're amazing. And you allow me to do this amazing thing as my job. So thank you. You're all wonderful people. Um, so yeah, what that means is that because uh, Shulton has backed the world builder category, he is going to get to design a portion of Elos along with me. We're going to team up and, and actually it's really funny because he's like, I have all these ideas and I'm like, this is literally the new homebrew I was about to run. So, okay, sure. Here are my notes, bro. Go nuts. It's so going to be. I guess you'll have to run home. I'm going to run it. Yeah, he, and he said no rush. So, like, he knows I'll get to it eventually. I would rather not rush it, and I would rather do something that everybody really enjoys, you know? Yeah. So, it'll be a yeah. lot of and, fun. And a story that you're excited to tell, like, tell too, it's, is also he, very he, important. He's designing yes. it the. It makes all uh, the difference. I've told you guys about it already. He's designing Stormheart, which I'll tell you about after game. Uh, yes. Folks. Love you very much. We will see you next time. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Smash that bell. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe because it matters. And for those of you on Patreon, we will see you tomorrow night for another, uh, I guess, for the first episode of Strixhaven that we're broadcasting secretly just to you, which is weird. Um, thanks to Professor Multiverse for the memes. Thanks to everybody who subbed tonight. And we'll see you next time. Good night, mages. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book one, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor. Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Ink Goblin, and Eddie Isaacs. Your wizards now! 
the High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth, Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dork Tales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keen. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Wine Master Robin Halford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslaw, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, a lizard with daft ideas, the queer mountain witch, QQ Vincent, Phelan the wild elf, Hooser Jedi, Howl, and Minnie. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you wanted to spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.